Hello, welcome to Beyond the Veil, podcast by Prevail Church. I'm your host, Jonathan Wagner, here with Logan Adams What's and Pastor up? Fred Giles. What is up? He's back. He's back on the buttons. So we should expect what, all sorts of what, fun. What is up, people? What? What? Did you miss me? <laughs> welcome to Beyond the Veil. Hey, gonna keep you out of hell. Yeah, I got bars for days. Oh, You're about been, to learn some ways. It's been pent up. <laughs> it's been pent Y'all up. Y'all know I got bars. Don't be hating. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yep. The point of the podcast is to make people think. Amen. To Question. draw people a little closer to God. That's Come right. On, no. Maybe send a little bit of encouragement to people. A little bit. A little bit. Okay, a lot of encouragement. We're we all about encouragement. Encouragement. <laughs> Try to encourage That's people. That's right. But Amen. in general, we just want you know people to know you can ask questions. Amen. Questions, questions are, good. are good. Yeah. Amen. Very good. Yes, mm. Lord. That's yeah. right. And in that framework, we had a question at the end of last week. Yeah, you asked me to solve world peace, bro. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I gave you a week to think right about up. it. Man. I heard whole... that question. I thought, man, I ain't finna even put my opinion on it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you mean, <laughs> you, do you want me to reread it? No, no. I mean, I mean, for the viewers at home, I guess you can give a speed one. Uh, we extort or blackmail people to force them to believe, Who? think, or Who's understand we? the way the we, we do. The church. The oh, church, the church, church, the church. religious people. Yep, yep. Parents. Yeah. Strong yeah. words, my friend. If That's they right. don't, then they're cut off from fellowship, mm. family, mm. society, etc. Mm. What is the justification between this and the fact that God loves unconditionally? I mean, I'm going to just give you a quick, simple answer. Fire away. There is no justification. You can't justify right. it. You, God loves mm. unconditionally. The that's Bible right. is very clear about that, right? Mm. Amen. But so. how does the church in, in general, not Everybody and not no, every church, but not every church. You hear a I I, I know well, you, people that yeah. that they this is exactly what's happening. They think you, that they're doing God's work. Right. Well, you heard it say, well, if you don't tell somebody the truth, you don't really love them. And usually that is like I got to tell you the truth to try to control you, right? To get you to do what I want you to do, mm, right? And that will prove that I love you somehow. And I don't, uh, you know, to to a. Uh, Certain point, maybe there's a little bit of like, oh yeah, I see what you're trying to say. But on the on the flip side of that, people are going to be people. Right. And people have to be mature enough to make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. We got to teach them how to be mature enough to make the decision that's right mm. for them. Yeah, right, right. Um, and you know that that blows a lot of pastors away because they're like, oh, yeah. I you know, the Bibles. Right. Very clear on what's right. Yeah, it is. Mm. I give you that. The Bible is clear on a lot of things that's right. Right. But a lot of times the church and even pastors don't even do that. Nope, and we call true. people to try and be perfect. Mm. And really the right is trusting in Jesus and yeah. Jesus alone, right? Mm, well, that's a hard Would you say that a lot that not I'm not gonna say a lot because I don't wanna I don't wanna classify categorize that, ah. that way. But do you say that it has happened that there are people that are more comfortable trying to force people to fit into their oh, mold yeah. and that's right for them without versus, hesitation. Without hesitation. Oh for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would go for as far as to say 
the reason why that exists in church is because of money. Ooh. Oh, money and a power. Wow. And you know why? Mm. I agree. Because the, the more people that get saved yeah. that you can account for, yeah. mm-hmm. the more people are going to give you money. Mm. Right? Mm. It's like I'm going to invest, but I got to make sure there's a return on my investment. Right. So you're counting up numbers of people getting saved yeah. is... Right. How I know that my investment is worth it. And then there's the people who are like, the, oh, the, you, you the haven't visited enough people. You haven't yeah, got yeah. enough people saved, yeah. so I'm right. going to cut off my support and not right. give you as much right. money. Right. But, you know, you people get saved, but they're not discipled. Nope. No, they're, they're, and they don't ever they're, have an encounter with Jesus. They don't ever right. meet the true and living God. Can, can I take it a step further? Can I, can I say that the church treats people as assets? Mm. And oh. we we treat them as assets and projects, right? That that term comes a whole lot. This this house needs some repair work, so they stay in the fold. Not so we better them, but so they stay in the fold and keep tithing. Right, right. Mm-hmm. We may. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've seen it in a lot of churches, but a lot of churches don't. Like you said, there's no discipleship, and if there is help, it's not right. help to truly lift someone up. It's help to keep them in the system. You know, the danger of that is we strip. Ooh. We strip dignity from people yep. when we do that. Yep. Oh, absolutely. We, we remove so their humanity. People become numbers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we don't actually know what's going on in their life. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If you were a part of the church in Acts, the Bible says Ooh. that they shared resources. Yeah. They, you know, they if if somebody was in need, right? They, you know, they would rally around. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, you can't view people as a number. You no. have to know what's going on in their life. Yeah, right. you got to be aware. You got to be involved, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and here's the here's the you know here's the interesting part about that act story too, because it says they shared resources, mm. and if someone had need, meaning. If somebody was struggling with something, they were like, yo, fam, we're going to show up for you. We got you. Right. Right? Beautiful. Whatever that need is, we're going we're gonna to help you out. We're gonna do, that's unconditional love. Right. We're not going to judge you for your need. We're not going to judge you because of your need. Mm, that's a good one. We're right? going to show up and help you learn, change, whatever it may be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get. So you don't have to, you know, like. I just think about it in modern times. Like, if I knew somebody was struggling financially, or if I could help meet an immediate need, mm-hmm. I want to do that. Right. If, there's, if I yeah. can afford or I have the money yeah. that I can help, you know, if it's uh, debt or something, yeah, I want to help that. But going beyond that, it's not like I'm going to judge you because you have need. Then it's like, hey, let me ask you some questions. Like, do you have a budget? Mm. Can I, and can I can, help you with that? Can I help right. you figure that yeah. out? Because we, so you don't go around in a circle anymore, right? Right, right. You're you're, you're fixing Absolutely. the need, but you're also building them up so right. that the need has mitigation. You're restoring their, their dignity, yeah, exactly. Right? You Beautiful. you're not stripping them of their dignity mm-hmm. because of their issue, right? And a lot of times in church we do that. We strip right. people because, hey, you going through that means God must be judging you. Yeah, right. what did you do wrong? Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Book of Job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, you know those those three friends sitting down saying that exact same thing, right? Obviously, he's seeing somewhere. 
some badness. That's a lot of the old. I mean, a lot of historical, biblical stuff before Jesus. That's what it was like. That if right. somebody was crippled, they, somebody in the family sinned. Yeah. Right. Parents, right. Parents you know, did something. Right. Or, yeah. So this judgment is on this child because of this, and we gotta get away from that in the church. Ooh, right. That's a long, long way to say. There ain't well, no justification. Another danger side of that yeah. is in a church that that does this as par for the course. When someone in a position of leadership has a problem, mm-hmm. it blows everything up. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, either they have to leave, or the whole thing just falls apart, or I, just because. Mm. They can't. They don't know how to support and help. Right. Right. And it's a hierarchical structure too. When you have a top-down structure and the top crumbles, and it's relying on that authoritarian treatment from the top, of course the church implodes. Right. It goes horribly wrong. Right. Right now. Well, because there's no, there, you know, there's that. What is that? That tribe mentality. Yeah. There's no tribe mentality there. There's no. Let's help build you up, mm-hmm. get you mm-hmm. restored. Right. I had a uh, I had a pastor friend a long time ago who was struggling with some stuff. Um, I'm not gonna say what it was because I don't want to put their business on right on out on the street. We got, the, we got the beat button. <laughs> but they were struggling with some stuff, and uh, when people found out, uh, it was an immediate judgment. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. there was another church that was like, "Man, come on, come on here. We're gonna we're gonna restore you, right? Right? We're gonna restore you. We're gonna help you get back, and we're gonna we're gonna you know, and restoring him again, restoring his dignity, restoring his family dignity. Um, I look at, uh, you know, I hate to even bring his <laughs> name up, but like Carl Lentz. Okay, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. with him? All right, man. I mean. It's crazy, right? Because a lot of stuff happened. There's a lot there. Man. You know, we. I'm not gonna justify what he did. No. Yeah, he was. It was terrible. Right. It was wrong. But the church was so quick to be like, crucify him, burn him. Right. Right. Oh, you know, and then people are like oh, everything he ever told me was a lie, and I'm like, no, you benefited from his ministry. Right. right you right. loved him while he was popular. You loved him exactly. when you didn't know his struggles. Ooh. You loved him. Mm-hmm. You, you benefited him. from that. Right? Yeah. You benefited from benefit his connection less. to celebrities. <laughs> you benefited from his his right. his celebrity stature. You benefited from all that. And then the moment he had a, had a fall, bad day. Everybody's like, nah, nah, can't deal with him no more. Right. Right. You know, out with him and you know, anything that he's connected to. Right. And we see it all crumbles. Yep, mm-hmm. collapses inwards. But when we start to build church communities where we say, God loves you unconditionally, it's our job as a church to love you unconditionally. Mm-hmm. We're going to help you That's right. walk through yeah. whatever it is. Now, that doesn't eliminate consequences and well, no. having to go Man, through. You no. know, consequences have to be dealt with. However, consequences are par for the course. Right, right. right. but that is not. But, but <laughs> you, but you don't wear right. a seatbelt. There's going to be a consequence. Right. You right, can pray right. all day long. If you don't wear a seatbelt and you get thrown out the window, it's that ain't on God. Nobody's going to be like, right. yo. Right, right. That's Why didn't God save you? <laughs> well, you, no. you should oh. put a seatbelt on, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. then we also ain't going to be like, 
yo, you didn't put a seatbelt on. So we're not now gonna we hate you. you. Right, we, right. We still got to pick you up. We're not going to give you an ambulance you. ride. Can I give you a ride to church? <laughs> and let me make sure you got your seatbelt on. <laughs> right, right. We'll be uh, there for you. Give you that dignity back right. in the car ride. You we know, sit in the front seat. <laughs> it's reminiscent of what Jesus said you know, with, with the, the woman that was caught in, caught in adultery. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. amen. Yeah. Who got the first stone? The, the thing that they never carry on is as I understand it to have been caught in adultery there had to have been two. somebody else who was caught in adultery too two to tango but uh, anyway yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> that story is crazy it's, right it's one of my because I'm like this is the first time we ever see pornography in the Bible straight up <laughs> I mean, she got dragged on. before him let's, let's think about this think about this alright mm-hmm. we caught them in the act that's what the scripture mm-hmm. says yep. right? that means somebody was watching right Someone was peeping Tom. So you got the two people. They only judge her. Mm-hmm. But then you got folks watching, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Where's this peeping Tom of a Pharisee or Sadducee? What was he doing outside that window? <laughs> Jesus goes, you without sin. Mm-hmm. That's the first. And you know what I think they all realize? Well, Wait. I was enjoying that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and drop my stone and go out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, Jesus. Right. I used to like, I, I used <laughs> no to wrong. think that, you know, Jesus... Sat down. He was writing somebody's first name and a date. And somebody oh, else's first name yeah, and a yeah, date. Yeah. Didn't just, just you know, that. And they're, they're looking at that, that and going, uh, Scho- "Never mind." Scholars say that he's there's like a, a sect of scholars that say that he was actually writing their names. Yeah, yeah. In the order from youngest, oldest to youngest. Right? Yeah, yeah. High, highest to lowest. Yeah, yeah. He was. You know, we don't know what he wrote, right. but but the fact is. He wrote something for them to be like, mm. oh, yeah. They, they twitched. They flinched. They, they flinched. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, but, but I think he might have wrote, why were you watching? <laughs> <laughs> Where is the dude? Right. Yeah. Which one of you were the dude? <laughs> right. Ooh, ain't that a scandal? Right, yeah, ain't right that there. a scandal? Ooh. But that unconditional yeah. love. Because Jesus, obviously, that's, he showed, and he did, he said, Go and sin no more. Hmm. Right. But he also raised her up. He he, man, this is my one of my favorite parts of the story too. He used a specific word. I'm terrible with Greek, so I'm not going to try and pronounce it. But the word, um, we we do this with the Bible. Can I just do this real quick? We do this with the Bible all the time, where we define words in the Greek, and then over time in history, going through uh, the the Hebrew to the the Greek to the Latin to the German to English, right, eventually, we invent words or we put words that weren't really there. We say, go and sin no more. The word he used in Greek is a word that um, Plato used describing a hero. So in a story, he used a specific word to describe a hero who had, who had a fault in his character that had veered him away from his destiny. Mm-hmm. That's the word he used. Like you Classical for, you missed the mark. He missed you, the mark. Yeah, yeah. We, we had that missed the mark in the Greek. And then there's the, the deeper meaning of that word because we've just, we've taken the, the easy definition, the common Greek from like the 7th, 8th century onwards, the Latin and stuff. The deeper meaning is a non-moral or ethical character flaw that led you away from your destiny. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we forget the, the beautiful artistic depth of, of classical Greek and common Greek at the time, as we call it, and we redefine it when we just missed the mark. Because that's what the Jewish word, 
kind of means. Right. And right. so we want to c- compare it like that. It's complicated. Scholars and linguists are smarter than me, but I like that beautiful meaning of like, hey, go. You don't have this flaw in your character that has caused you to miss your destiny. There's a depth to that. There's a beauty to that. It's also, you know, Sounds cool like that he asked her, where are your accusers? Right. It's like in that, in that moment, he yeah. was like, let me deal with the shame that you might feel. Right. From all this. Right. Mm-hmm. I want you to recognize. I want you to look around. That's right. And I want you to tell me who is accusing you. Do you see anybody accusing you? Right. And she's he's like, well, I don't accuse you either. Right. Like, he, I, I love that he brought mm-hmm. her to that. Let's, mm-hmm. let's see. Like, that's unconditional love, man. That's restorative, right? I don't there. want you to walk away from this Damn. thinking, man, that somebody, that, that everybody's going to talk about you and that I'm just saving you and going to let you go on with the shame. Right. That's right. Absolutely. He, he literally mm-hmm. restored her dignity. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That and unconditional then, love. That's right. what unconditional love is, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think unconditional love is much more than you can do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. It is, you oh may God. have messed up. You may have dropped the ball. Yeah. You know? You may have dropped the ball. You may have, you may not get it right. You may stumble. You may fall. You may trip, right? Mm-hmm. But man, you're loved unconditionally. Mm-hmm. To the point where I'm not going to let your stumble, your fall, your trip be the defining characteristic of your life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to restore not only others' opinion of you, mm-hmm. but Jesus is like, here's my opinion of you too. There we go. Right. Where are your accusers? Yeah, that's good. That's and he's like, let me offer you my opinion of you. I don't, I don't see you as that. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't see you as that. Now, and here's here's what he goes. I don't see you as that. I'm going to offer this to you. Now, go and live based on my opinion. Right. Right. Don't see it no more. And that's what he says to all of us. Right. On a regular basis. That's so good. Every day. Every go day. and live based on my opinion, which was... That's right. Each one of us was worth dying for. Right. Yeah. That father's love that you talk about in your sermon the other week, the other month. Yeah, it's been that long already. Yeah. Oof. Wow. Time's flowing by. <laughs> Speaking of time, you know what time of year it is? Thanksgiving. Ooh, Hold on yeah. now. Let, 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 right. let, let, let throw in a little a little hey here. Come on, somebody. <laughs> For those of you listening right now, you need to go on your computer somewhere right. and look up prevail.tv. And I need you to do me a favor. I need you to take note, make note of the service times, mm. the location. That's right. Come on, somebody. That's right. And I need you to show up on a Sunday. Pull up <laughs> on your boy on a Sunday. That's right. Right? And then on there also you can find, we just launched this uh, our, our Christmas offering stuff this past week. Yeah. We have titled this Christmas offering this year. We titled it. Um, there's room for more. That's and right. so we're believing for 2024 that God will use us to be impactful in more lives than ever in our local community. That's right. And even Amen. around the globe, like using, yeah, right. using this podcast and yeah. stuff like that. So check it out. Prevail.tv. There we go. Woo, woo, woo.
There's no button. It didn't work. <laughs> oh, it didn't work. Oh, and no. it betrayed you yeah. in your moment I of had, need. I had the thing turned. Oh, oh, oh yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you said, speaking of time. It's Thanksgiving. It's bro, Thanksgiving. it's already Thanksgiving. That's flowing Which by. is insane. Mm. Gobble, gobble. It's just turned 2023. Has it already? November. I'm still trapped in 2019, man. Wow. Thank everybody is right. <laughs> Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, thanks, giving, thanks. What are you thankful for, Jonathan? <sighs> Throw that out there. I have a lot of things I'm thankful okay. for, but I'm, and and this is not just a shallow churchy answer. Ooh. But I am thankful that when I was five years old, on Easter morning. Or the morning before Easter, my dad was reading the Bible, talking about the crucifixion, and I just lost it. Mm. I kept seeing the baby Jesus being crucified. Obviously, they didn't crucify so, him as a baby. It's a wild but Bible. But I was five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was five. Okay, okay, like. okay, okay. Yep, I kept yep, seeing that, you. knowing that that wasn't exactly how it happened, but I saw that, and I, it just yeah, gotcha. was just... That, that was your moment. That was, was your moment. And, and my parents were wise enough to say, well, maybe Jesus is talking to you, Jonathan. Wow. Okay. So I'm thankful that, yeah. you know, I was able to, now, have I been perfect since then? No. Mm. No. But, you know, it, it's one of my struggles, which I'm thankful for in a weird way, but also it's, a, it's one of the struggles. You know, I, I hear people's stories about, how they did this and they did that and God saved them out of it and you know and I'm like I don't have any of those stories mm. but I, a friend of mine who had an incredible testimony that where God literally saved him from going to prison for probably the rest of his life mm. like just turn the hand over mm. um, said Jonathan that's a, the better testimony that God's kept you from that type of thing wow mm. wow and I'm like, oh, well, okay, if you say so. <laughs> right, right, right. But I'm thankful for that. I'm, I am thankful that I can, that I don't have those regrets. And I've got plenty of things I regret. Hey, that's life, man. <laughs> that's, that's cool, being that's human. Called, that's, that's called that's, being human. That's right. But I don't have those things. But I'm also thankful that God loves me mm. just as much as he loves somebody who was the drug kingpin for, you know, an entire area. No, and, no. Right, right, right. And God, you know, Jesus said, no, you're worth saving too. Yeah. That's that restorative so. faith. Come on, somebody. Hey. Look at your neighbors say restore me. Restore me. <laughs> Making restore eye contact me. saying that's a bit much. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, Jonathan. No, that's, that's good. That's cool to hear, that's man. That's good. You say you're how old? Dang. I didn't say how Throwing old him I under was. the bus no, like, like that. Seriously, how <laughs> I was. How old am I now, or how no, old was I? No, how old was you when you? I was five. Five. Wow. There you go. Young man. So. I don't think I was aware much when I was five. And and I will say, by God's grace and mercy, I've never had a time. There there's been times when I was angry at God. There's been times when I've questioned God deeply, which actually is kind of. Those times actually drew me closer to him. Amen. But by his grace and mercy, there's never been a time when I 
felt like, you know, there were times when I would question, well, maybe I should just, mm. no, where would I be without God? Where would I yeah. be? Uh, I don't have a voice for radio like that, bro. Your grave. Damn, Y'all know that you, song? It's all you, bro. Carrying I'm me. No, I'm real far. Nope. Never <laughs> season. That's one of my favorite songs. Damn, bro. Where would I be? I'm not. I'm not judging. I just don't know it. <laughs> Nothing. You nothing. came to my rescue. He's going to He's going to keep going. Here we go. We'll get some music accompanying this. Grace that restores. <laughs> nah, I won't do that. I go to church on that song. Boy. There we go. There we go. That's a good one. So, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I'm thankful for. Thank you for sharing that. What about you, low game? Man. I'm thankful for the journey. Wags and this low gain. Again, real, real, real churchy. Why you gotta, why you gotta put my name like that? Low gain. Low gain. Them gains. I haven't been to the gym long enough for that title, man. There Ooh, you go, we're getting bro. there. We're getting there. Low gains. At low, the gym this morning. Low no, gains. man. I'm I'm thankful for the journey. Um, I think we get so obsessed on the destination, and mm-hmm. one thing mm-hmm. I've come to appreciate the last four or five years, in particular, is the journey itself um for those who read brandon sanderson uh journey before destination but those who don't like um we we get so fixed on like like you said being a perfect christian earlier we touched on that or like you know achieving little goals but it's like way markers on the journey but it's the journey itself man um dude 12 years ago you said I'd be, you know, married, living in the States, doing a podcast in South Carolina, like X, Y, Z. I didn't know Greenville existed. I, did, I barely knew South Carolina world, existed, bro. man. Best place in the world. It was wild. And second, here I am. Second to New Zealand, of I course. You, you know what? I let it sit there. I let it sit there on the podium with me. I it's mean, all right. Greenville's got a little bro, New Zealand flair to it. it. Bro, this is like the climate I grew up in. This is lovely here. Yeah. I walk outside in that moisture. It's great. We just ain't got the big mountains and jumping up into right. the ocean kind oh, of thing. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But no, for real, the journey is... is, is so much the the journey of the last two years, three years, mm-hmm. been here, man. It's mm-hmm. been beautiful, and a lot of people think look back on milestones in their life, and no, that's, that's beautiful, that's great. But for me, I've looked on the journey in and of itself instead of having any milestones to my faith. Mm. You know, yeah. that's that's just where of my thankfulness has been, I guess. Bishop Tony Miller used to say all the time that salvation was not a destination; it's a journey. Look right. at that, preach. That's, yeah, you yeah. Know, I remember the first time I heard him say that, though. Because huh. hmm. we always, we think we're arriving somewhere. Yeah. We, once we get saved, we arrived. We've arrived, or we're going to arrive in heaven. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's a it's not a destination. It's not a point that you make or you get to, and then ah, I'm here. No. It's a, it's a journey. We're, we're transformative. We were saved. We are being saved. Amen. And we have been saved. Amen. 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 Look at that. Look at that. That's, that, a, that's a beautiful statement right salvation there. Salvation threefold. Mm-hmm. Past salvation, present salvation, future salvation. That's right. That's we, what the cross was for. Yeah. Yeah. We, don't, we don't stay the same. We develop. We grow old. We change. We learn more. 
and and to expect our relationship with Jesus to stay static at the point of salvation or at the point of death to going to heaven is just that makes no sense. Yeah. It just makes mm-hmm. no sense. I think about um it made me think about the scripture where they put um stones in the river, the twelve stones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. little kind yeah. crossing the river Jordan. Crossing the river mm-hmm. Jordan. And it was the point of the stones was so that they could show future generations yeah. what God had did. But I always, whenever I preached, I asked the question, what if they would have stayed at the stones? Right. Mm. They'd have drowned. <laughs> that too. They'd drown? <laughs> right. There would have been no future generations. Right. right. There would have been no future stories. Yeah. And there would have been nothing to look back to. Mm. Right. You know? That's mm. beautiful. Yeah, we think right. stones, but... If they were going to have stones that were there for future generations, they, about oh, yeah, rocks. No. they were yeah, like no. boulders. boulders. They're, they're, they're that's, a, that's, a nice, that's a nice boulder you got there. Well, Shrek <laughs> reference. <laughs> favorite movie of all time. My God. The world was a great place when Shrek came out. Uh, what are you thankful for, Fred? Oh, man. What you got, bro? I got so much to be thankful for. A lot. I think as of late... I've become more and more increasingly thankful for my family, mm. like my my wife and children. Yeah, I was um, just thinking about this earlier today. Just looking at, uh, I was looking at my son and looking at how tall he's got. Yeah, dude. And I was looking at my daughter and looking at how tall she's got, and I'm just like, man, they've grown up, and they are, you know, they got. Um, a significant blessing money-wise today. There we go. And both of them were so excited to give to the church. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. And yeah. I'm just thinking like, man, God, like, how cool is that? That's way Because cool. I'm like, I didn't, I, listen, <laughs> I was convinced I was going to mess them up, right? I was terrified when Zoe was born, mm-hmm. and I just just looking at them and just realizing, man, God has yeah. God has been faithful. And of course, you know my wife, who's pretty amazing as well. I just true. I just think to myself, man, I, sometimes I don't, I don't. Do I deserve all this? And maybe I don't. But I'm I'm thankful you gave it to me. Amen, bro. Yeah, Amen. Know? And so. Um, yeah. I'm thankful for that. I've, you know, I walked away from church Sunday, really thankful for Prevail. Mm. You know, um, I'm thankful for Prevail. We, yeah. we, we walked through a lot in the last. Been ooh. a journey. Been yeah. a journey. In the last year. Yeah. Uh, it's um, been a journey, folks. My God. Mm. We walked through a lot, but I, I, I left here Sunday after, you know, having lunch here with everyone and just spending time and even standing in the parking lot for another, what, 30, 45 right, right, minutes just yeah. laughing. And, right, having fun. And I was just like, man, this is this is family yeah. right here. This yeah. is family. That's cool. And um, I thought it was so cool. You know, we've done the Friendsgiving stuff in the past. Right. Nobody showed up. <laughs> this this was a good Friendsgiving. Was I was like, do I have friends, man, that don't like me? <laughs> <laughs> But man. this week, man, just this past week, just seeing good. people come in and smiling yeah. and that's awesome, hugging and loving on each other. There you go. It sounds weird for for 
to say, you know, to talk about a church that is like that, right? I you hear so many bad things about churches, yeah. Right? yeah. And uh, I mean, as a pastor, I hear so many bad things about how people treat their pastor in churches, and right. And I couldn't imagine that here. Uh-huh. You know, um, I'm not saying it's not capable. But no, I, no. I couldn't we, imagine. We all human, but yeah, no, uh, man. I couldn't this imagine is... a person being safe if somebody treated me bad. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yes. Come not on, to name Lord. names, but my God, some um, people take them out. <laughs> uh, I couldn't. You mean but Aaron? I, yeah, you have to watch out for Aaron. <laughs> Should get you, boy. Shank you. Get you. Um, I just I couldn't imagine. But more than anything, I couldn't imagine someone being so upset that they would treat me with disdain right. and not feel like they have the space to just say, hey, man, I'm I'm a little upset about something. Can we talk? You know, like, yeah. I just, I don't know. I just walked away from church Sunday like, man, it's, it's cool that we're building this kind of church environment. And I hope that more people will get to experience yeah. it in the coming years. But I'm... I'm enjoying Absolutely. the journey. Come hey. on, my friend. That's true. Look at that. I turn that thing around. That's a circle. preacher move right Look at there. That. That Bring it circle. back. Bring it back. Come on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Since Look. I was five, I dreamed. <laughs> oh. oh, he's going full circle. Yeah. Look Come at on that. Now. It's like he planned it. Yeah, well. I was prophesied over a very young age that I would be a bishop, which is. Bishop. I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do got my bishop voice. That means you can only move in diagonals. I wonder if your wife loves it. She she loves that bishop voice. You got that bishop voice. You haven't done it in a while, actually. Come on, turn to your neighbor. It's a neighbor. (laughs) I need you to turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, listen to Beyond the Veil. Beyond the Veil. I should do our next ad in my bishop voice. Do it. Yeah, next ad. Next ad, you're up. Bishop voice only. <laughs> new, new protocol for the podcast. Fred only does commercials in bishop voice. <laughs> I was, uh... God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. I just want to, I just want to invite you to check out Beyond the Veil. On Beyond the Veil, we're here to encourage you, challenge you, get you to think. Come on, turn to somebody on your left and right. So check out Beyond the Veil. Come on. Put your hands together for Jesus. This this podcast brought to you by way too much coffee this evening. (laughs) Wow. But for real, Fred Fred makes a good coffee. He does. He does. Yvonne and I were talking yesterday. Sadly, we couldn't be here for Friendsgiving because mm. we had stuff mm. that came up. Shame. Unconditional love, right? Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Okay. We realized, and this is really a hard thing to say. We'll say it. We're the oldest people in the church. Dang. Are you really? Mm-hmm. I We're mean, the elders. Wow. I mean, I didn't want to say anything, but... Shut the- up, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I can say it. You can't. Wear, wear it well. But you wear it wear well. It well. So you, wear, you wear it well, buddy. I just you have to convince well. my brother to come. Then he'll be the oldest. There we go. Yeah, there we go. He watches every week. Yeah, yeah. Come on in, buddy. I name dropped him by accident the other yeah. week. Yeah. I saw him. In the, I walked into the shop. I saw him. I said, hey, man, I was mad at you. And you didn't even know. It. He was like, why? I said, because I was convinced you came to church when I wasn't there. <laughs> Logan called your name from the stage. He goes, that happens. That happens. The ghost, the ghost of Michael's past. <laughs> My God. 
Bless the Lord. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I, I got a bone to pick with Thanksgiving, actually. Oh, here we go. Oh, the No, it's not true. I, I, I'm fascinated by it. I don't think it's a bone to pick, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm fascinated by these things. We have, like, tr- church traditions. And I don't hate traditions. I'm just curious about it. I want to hear your opinions. Thanksgiving is a very churchy tradition in America. Like, it's secular. It's very, I mean, man, Black Friday, come on, it's commerce. But I'm just fascinated, like, the, the church in America, in my experience, adopts the cultural holidays just as in the cultural days just as strongly as those outside the church. I find that fascinating. So maybe it's not Thanksgiving. Maybe it's just holidays in general. I think, I mean, you I know? think it's just holidays in general. Yeah. And, you know, it gets, it gets jarring. Everybody politicizes it. It's, it. It turns very political. It turns very spiritual. Halloween is one of those ones that I'm like, Right, right, right. Here we go. That's, Every that's year, the, I'm like, the one exception, the church me, is against Halloween. Let yeah, me yeah, put, yeah. let me put everybody on mute because everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's, right. everybody's a theology major when Halloween <laughs> rolls around. <laughs> but you know, nobody, yeah. nobody's a theology major. Nobody studies history for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, for right, any of this right. other stuff that we are okay with, and they all have problems. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's Thanksgiving what is me. a very. Uh, I mean, if you look deep into it, and I don't want to go deep into it, but you look very deep into it, it's a very, uh, it's got some issues. It's got some issues, right? It's got right. some stuff, got some you know. Yeah. There's, there's some stuff, you know. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people don't, the the Thanksgiving story that I grew up listening to where, you know, it's a little different. Come on, you know, they <laughs> celebrated feasts together. Right. I'm like, oh, that yeah. looks very happy, but you're stealing somebody's land. Right, right. Oh, I don't right. I don't know that there was like a handshake and let's cook a turkey together. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? It was a different kind of handshake in that moment. Yeah, um, yeah. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it's, again, revisionist history. And, For real, man. But, but the churches at large will accept it because it's not really connected to evil things. Mm. You know? That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I've yeah, just been so, curious about this, like, I guess I've just never really vocalized it. Like my wife, I've probably said it to my wife a thousand times since immigrating to the states, but like, I just never said it out loud to people around me. Like, what's with this? Like, the church is very hey man, holiday orientated, either for or against. You know. No, I also think there's I appreciate just, your views on that. I also bro. think there's just a part a section of the church, and it really. I wouldn't even say church. I just think people in general like to eat. You know, oh, amen. Any yeah, excuse to bring like food and eat. Yeah, with that. Come on, somebody. All about that. Like Come I said, on. I ain't anti tradition. You could be, you could be the fittest person in the world, right? Mm-hmm. You could be on the strictest diet in the world, and your trainer will be like, yo, it's Thanksgiving. Have fun. You T- know what turkey saying? up, turkey up. <laughs> right. But, you know, yeah, I think yeah. I think there's there's part of it where it's, you know, honoring tradition. Yeah. But there's also part of it's just like it's good to get together with family mm-hmm. sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Come on. I, my my family's nine thousand miles away and it's delightful. I love them to death. <laughs> Mom, Dad, watching. if you ever listen or watch this, watches. know that I love you. She watches every week. You know that, right? I know. Shares Man, I know. <laughs> She's going to catch this. A good portion of our audience is in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Should we come to New Zealand and do a live podcast? That'd be yes, fun. Yeah, amen. Let's do it. On the beach. Let's do it. 
That'd be fun. Yeah. You have to jump off a, a mountain, though, into the ocean water. We, we, got, we got a lake you can jump into. It's called Bully Point. It's great. As long as Bully. it's not like a lake of lava, like nah. to jump in with the ring. That's nah. nice and watery. You'll be fine. <laughs> okay. I think yeah. it's a good question. I think, I yeah. think traditions um, are good in some aspects. Yeah. Yeah. All, not all traditions are bad. Right, you know? right. Uh, I like getting up going to church every Sunday with my family. Yeah. I would call that a modern tradition. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, for yeah, real. You know, it's it's right. something about it. You know, right, I like right. going out to eat at the church. It's a tradition. Speak, speaking of partaking of things in church and going to church in the morning, you just reminded me of the little myth. I haven't looked at it in a long time, so I'm going to call it a myth. Um, the reason we have church on Sunday mornings at the time we do is because... Apparently, Martin Luther used to like to drink a lot. Oh, yeah, no, that was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's like, I think, proven history. <laughs> oh, for real? Oh, <laughs> he, was just, he would love to drink too much. He, drank he didn't want to get up too early so to go to he, church. So ah. he said, yeah. Nah. That's excellent. Really? No, that's excellent. Can't say that on Sunday morning. It's no, no, but on the pod. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Yo, I'm drunk. We're going to start at 10.30. We, 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 make, we make the 10 o'clock church time holy... But Martin Luther was like, man, I had a few too many. Bro, my hair. Yeah. Can we just push this back a little bit later? And, Sun, I, and sunrise, out of sunrise, no. And out of that, ibuprofen was invented. Come on, somebody. <laughs> no, I think yeah. it's cool. You know, yeah. I, um, but people hold traditions, yeah, close and dear to their heart. I think, and, right. I mean, keeping in in line, kind of with our theme, uh, traditions also are are a way to restore dignity to. Families and cultures and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So sometimes we we throw those out, you know. Yeah, we throw the what is it? We throw the, the baby, the baby out, with you know, the bathwater. Yeah, throw the baby yeah. out with the bathwater. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we forget that we strip people of their mm. dignity, identity. We right. Yeah. If we don't, yeah. You know if. If I didn't grow up in the family that I grew up in and recognize a lot of the things that I learned growing up, I wouldn't understand the culture that I have. Yeah. Right. For real. Well, yeah, you know, it kind of reminds me, because I know some people that had some extreme church hurt that happened yeah. in their family and have said, I just don't like religion. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I hate religion. Yeah, I'm like, well, I get it. wait a minute. I said, there's a difference between doing things religiously and religion. Mm -hmm. There we go. There we and go. they're like, you know, because there's nothing wrong with reading your Bible religiously because you just do it. You right. want to. There's nothing wrong with going to church religiously. There is something wrong with trying to force somebody else mm. to do what you're religious, whatever you're doing right, right. religiously. Right. You, you make your habits uh, law. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. like... When I, you take your tradition at gunpoint kind of thing. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. What I say quite often is when religion gets in the way of relationship, right. mm. we've lost our way. Same thing with tradition. When tradition, when traditions cause you to treat people poorly, yeah. it may not be... A great tradition that never happens in I mean, America. <laughs> I don't want to go into it, but look at what's going right. on in our world today. Yeah, a lot of this is based on religion and 
traditions, traditions and all sorts of things. Yeah. And um, you know, I I I can't speak on the whole and I'm not gonna try to because I don't want nobody trying to come for me. <laughs> but at the same time, we have to be aware of when we you know, we can even do that, you know, uh unknowingly here at Prevail, as much as we try our best to right. not Oh yeah. To to uh, be aware of these things, yeah. we can still create traditions mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. religion, religious behaviors, right? Right. Or, and and uh, and cause it, it causes us to treat people poorly, yeah. and we never want to do that. When it gets in the way of that, and you don't recognize it, that's when it becomes a problem. Right. 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 When you strip people of their dignity. Mm-hmm. 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 When when your habits. Yeah. When your habits branch out from you, it's been a whole yeah. kind of theme with the community. Series, has been, right? has been, it really has, yeah. We can't force Mm-mm. beliefs on people. We can't force yeah. this on that. We mm-hmm. can't force our way into, you know, being in places of honor in people's life and all that kind of stuff. Because right. the moment we do that, it's fake. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. You so eat. speaking, the community series is yeah. next week. We still the final week. Final oh. week of community. So that means that we'll be rehashing it all next yeah. week. Yeah, so. it's gonna be a thick one. I gotta land this plane. <laughs> Good luck, bud. <laughs> Let me give you a preview. I started you. Logan turbulence. took it off with the. Let <laughs> <laughs> me give you a preview. What you sure. got? Nah. You know oh, that. come on now. No, no, no. Don't do us like Coming that. Soon. Rude. <laughs> Coming, Coming soon. Coming soon to a church he, near you. Can you believe he did that? Uh, did us like that? Hey, he, he just put a little honey pot in front of us and mm-hmm. watch us go for it. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. We. Um. I'm excited about it. this yeah, series. Has been great. It's yeah. been a good series. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I'm I'm I don't know that we have a lot more to talk about this podcast. I think we we've hit hit a lot of things. What do you think? Yeah, all over the place, up and down, sideways. No, it's we ain't been, been all over the place. We've been focused. Oh, we've been focused. Thanks, thanks to me, by the way. Oh, you're that's welcome. Right. <laughs> I, I lodestone for the podcast. Now, if you have questions. If you do. Yeah, there's, do me a favor. There should be a link down below. Yeah, you that's can right. scan the QR code on the right. screen if you're watching this. Um you can visit prevail.tv slash questions. Um, Ask them. Yeah. Feel free. Yeah. You listen. You liked it. You didn't like it. You got questions. You got comments. Throw it in there, guys. We love them. Yeah, we're we love it. some questions. I mean, it can be anonymous. You can put your name on it. It's fine. Yeah. Just don't compare my luxurious beard to Logan's. It's, you know. Look, just because my beard's still black. Mm-hmm. Ah, That's what fight words. <laughs> fight <laughs> words. Next week on Prevail, <laughs> we're gonna have Logan and Jonathan in the ring. <laughs> wow! No, it's growing out. It's growing out. But no, no. So uh, come on in. Come so on. So next in time ask. we're gonna talk about community. Yeah. That's right. And then we'll Summarize. have some more fun questions that we'll put out there based on based on the series. Close us out, Jonathan. Close us out, buddy. Oh, thanks for listening to us. Thanks. thanks for coming on this journey with us. Because mm. we truly are hoping to make it easier for you to get closer to Jesus. So. Amen. And we hope that listening to this today that you recognize that God loves you unconditionally. That's right. Absolutely. You are loved unconditionally. Yeah. And he cares for you. 
Every and day. if you're struggling, just like he told the woman with the uh, calling the adultery, I don't judge you. Ain't right. no judgment. I don't judge you. I don't see. So happy he doesn't judge and that, you. You know, maybe, maybe somebody, somebody listening needs their dignity restored. Amen. It's all found in the finished work of the cross. Amen. Amen. Look at that. Come on now. That's right. Preaching. All right. All right, fam. Peace. We'll see y'all on the next one. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Beyond the veil. Man, he missed those buttons.